Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Malia White, real-life bosun and cast member on Bravo's Below Deck Med. Working in my industry can be very interesting. These are my stories. As you'll find out, my world is a total ship show. Hey guys, welcome back to Total Ship Show. I'm Malia White. I'm Amanda Logan. And today we've got a pretty exciting guest. I guess you would say he's my counterpart. He's the bosun. Well, now he's an officer, but he was the bosun of Bravo's show, you know, Below Deck Caribbean. Well, I've actually <laughs> never met him in person, so I can't wait to, like, oh, e-meet him. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> let's welcome Eddie Lucas. Hi, Eddie. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. So, good I was just guys. it was just explaining to Amanda that you and I have actually never met in person. Yeah, unfortunately, we haven't. Yeah, but we're both, you know, bosun. Right. Well, yeah, I think you're, so you're now, catch me up, so you're now an officer, right? Yeah, yeah. So, this past season when I went back, you know, I, like, I've upgraded my license to the point where I'm like, I don't want to go back as bosun again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, going back as first officer didn't have a bosun, and I still had to do the first officer and bosun job, pretty much, so... My job didn't really change being a first officer at all. I was still your title changed. You got a nice <laughs> yeah. title change. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got an extra stripe on my shoulder, and, and that was about it. Nice. And like, okay, so besides you on the show, I kind of want to just learn about you, because okay, so sixteen hundred ton, right? You just got a sixteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. I've got a sixteen hundred ton with a master of towing endorsement. Hell wow. yeah! Congratulations. Jeez. It's pretty good. You know, I'd like to kind of try to upgrade it some more, but, uh, you know, it's been so busy and everything like that. And also with the pandemic, it's made, uh, getting into the, uh, the rec center really difficult to be able to get in there and test and study and everything like that. Yeah. I've had the same kind of setback. I'm trying, I'm doing my OOW, so MCA route at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I've had the setback as well, like with COVID, like getting into courses or courses getting canceled because, you know, there's positive cases and things. It's been rough. Yeah. It's been really difficult. And, uh, I think it's across the board. I mean, everywhere, anybody that I've talked to have been trying to upgrade a license or even you just start their career and trying to get a license has been really, really difficult. Yeah, for sure. And so you're, you're from Baltimore? Yeah, I'm originally from Baltimore, um, pretty much. I mean, I, I moved there when I was two. Uh, I was born in Massachusetts, but, uh, you know, spent most of my life in Baltimore and still live there today. And it's great. I love it. Just bought a house, so it's good. So you live in Baltimore, but you're working on these yachts. That's crazy. Well, I work on these yachts some of the time. It's it's pretty much a side gig for me. You know, my main career now is uh, working on ship assist tugs, tractor tugs. Uh, I run as a mate on a tractor tug in Baltimore Harbor. This is the part of well, not I guess you wouldn't be yachting. You're commercial then. 
I mm. love this side of the industry, like being a tug. So are, you're a captain then on the tugboat. Uh, I'm the mate. I'm the mate on the tug. So there's four, oh, there's four of us on captain, mate, engineer, and a deckhand. Uh, it's about 87 feet long, uh, 5,000 horsepower. Damn. And it's, it's a beast. It's a beast. Are you pulling like draft. tankers in and out? What do you? We haul all sorts of types of uh, ships that come in. Uh, from tankers that are hauling in bulk cargo, from oil, gypsum, coal, um, you know, that, what we call bulkers that bring in those type of things. But then also we do a lot of row-rows, roll-on, roll-off. Yeah. So they're bringing in cars, you know, tractor supply, anything that, as the name implies, rolls. And so uh, we bring a lot of, lot of roll-ons off um, into the harbor. And uh, we're actually like, I think we're like number one on the East Coast for cars and roll-on, roll-off uh, cargo. Um, so we do a lot of that and we are bringing in Panamax ships now. We just, uh, we, I think like a few years ago we had the channels dredged out. So we're able to bring in, uh, container ships that are up to like 1200 feet long and oh. like 48 feet, uh, draft, uh, you Dang. know, massive, massive ships. That is huge. Crazy. So for someone yeah. who does like people who don't know what this means does this mean that like the ships are coming close to the harbor and then you go out and kind of finish the journey of the transport yeah so for where i work uh in the chesapeake bay um it is a mandatory pilot pilotage uh Mm -hmm. waterway and so the ships that come in uh you know most of them come in from down norfolk virginia at the mouth of chesapeake um and then transit up the bay to baltimore harbor um but when they get when the ship gets to the mouth of Chesapeake Bay uh, down in Norfolk, a pilot, a bay pilot has to get on board. That bay pilot then brings the ship up to Baltimore, where then a harbor pilot gets on. And the harbor pilot works with us, the tugboat operators, um, to safely maneuver the ship through the channels uh, and to get to their berth. Um, and then once they're done offloading or unloading cargo, we'll then come back out to them, pull them off and send them back down the bay. Wow. Um, the reason that is, is because these ships, they're so big um, and they're built for efficiency and like long haul travel is they don't have the maneuverability to get through the narrow channels and, you know, the tight turns that we have in Baltimore Harbor. Uh, so that's where we come in. We're like we're pretty much just moving thrusters for them. So for people that don't know also, but like a pilot, that's a that's a super dangerous job. They while the ship most of the time is moving. You have to maneuver aside and they have to get on the boat. And, you know, with yachts that are coming in and out of harbors and we stop and they kind of come, it's not so bad. But with these big cargo ships, I mean, they've got to climb up the side on this ladder. You guys don't always have the smoothest weather up there either. No, and that's that's something that's really just unknown that, you know, something that's, you know, Chesapeake Bay, a lot of people are like, oh, it's a bay, it can't be that bad. But we get some pretty, pretty serious weather and when the, when the wind is coming coming right you know we can see some pretty high seas you know i've seen 90 mile per hour winds in the harbor uh water spouts i've seen pretty big seas even um you know it's it, it can get it can get pretty wild um but it's uh you know we're in a pretty big boat so it's not too bad for us wow. yeah that's an epic part of the industry to be in like i love that I how long have so you cool. been doing that um, it'll be, I just, uh, it was nine years come October. Oh, wow. And you that. got into it in Baltimore, like, yep. and like then grew up with it or I didn't grow up with it. I, you know, I started out as a deckhand, um, and then worked my way up to where I am now. Um, I grew up sailing and boating, uh, in the Chesapeake Bay also. 
Um, you know, I spent 10 years teaching water skiing and sailing oh, nice. um, in the bay on the eastern shore of the Chesapeake Bay at a summer camp. And, uh, you know, I, and also I spent a lot of my summers growing up as a kid uh, up in Massachusetts, uh, sailing around Buzzards Bay and areas around there. So I got a lot of time on the water growing up. Um, and then it was just, you know, I lived in Philly for a little while. I worked on dinner cruise boats like the Spirit of Philadelphia. Cool. And uh, that was horrible. And, uh, <laughs> I bet. I bet that's terrible. That was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. That was, but, uh, you know, definitely a trial by fire. Um, and then from there, you know, it was just uh, worked on yachts for a little while. And then I was like, you know, I'm kind of tired of dealing with guests. I think I'd rather just like drive boats and just kind of work with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of people who just are there to get a job done and not have to be polite all the time. <laughs> I hear you. I think my dream job would be like a captain on like an expedition vessel with like scientists. I think that yes. would be yeah. just... Yeah, you know, I've, I've just, looked in the exact same thing yeah. where it's like I've, I've really thought about trying to get onto like a NOAA vessel or something yeah. like that, a research vessel. It'd be oh so my God. cool. That'd be so cool. So cool. That yeah. would be amazing. Like those expedition <laughs> vessels that just have like submarines and like yes. all the toys and they just go places. There's one that goes down to the Bahamas and they just dig for treasure. And I'm like... Yes, like that sounds awesome. Oh my gosh. You, know, you, you still get to like travel and have like that that part of yachting, which is I think why a lot of people get into that industry yeah. into yachting is the ability to travel and see different parts of the world. But then at the same time, you're not in the service industry. You're still in the yeah. maritime industry. Yeah. And I kind of want to see the, the rugged amazing. side of it. Yeah. Yes. Very yeah. rugged. Yes. Yeah. That's just so a cool, cool shit you do on day yeah. to day. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The conversations you'd so have cool. in the galley would really blow the ones yeah. you would have on a, on a mega yacht out of the right. water. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I was a billionaire, I'd be like, take this yacht and go, like, where no one's been before. Bring yeah. some, yeah. like, bring... Sir Attenbert and like let's go yeah, you know right. like <laughs> there you go he's gonna narrate the entire journey yeah I wouldn't care about like these beach clubs and stuff I'm right. like you could be doing such cool shit right yeah. now yeah but anyways um so in the whether it was like on a yacht or in the tugboat have you had any crazy experiences like well I imagine tugboat's quite dangerous sometimes have you had yeah any? yeah tugboating can be can be pretty dangerous um I've uh my deckhand's finger once got degloved. Uh, that was pretty rough. Oh, um, oh just that, uh, quickly so you know what degloving. I know what that uh, means. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So just imagine, imagine a very tight leather glove on, and you take it off. Did he have a ring <laughs> on? No, he just got it pinched between the hawser line and the bow pudding. Um, it was like a really freak accident. Like the line <sighs> actually still had slack in it, but it had bound down on itself in this like really wild way. Like we had just painted the boat. So I think that like the fresh paint, you know, is still kind of a little tacky and it just like grabbed the line right. And it just pulled it. I mean, it's lucky that's all that it was because if it was oh. actually coming tight from the weight of the tugboat, uh, you know, you're talking tons and tons of pressure. It would have taken the probably finger off. Right. Um, and this just kind of just took the skin from his first knuckle to his to the tip off. I so I'm off. missing the tip of my right index finger, and everyone always thinks it's from yachting, and I'm like, no, I, this happened a long time ago. But everyone always thinks it got caught in a line or something because that it. I mean, like Eddie can vouch, it's quite common in this industry. People yeah. oh, like, yeah. oof, like the yeah. commercial guys, especially, I would say. But my oh, captain yeah. is huge about not wearing rings and stuff on deck because of yeah. degloving. He also had a deck hand get his finger just completely. Yeah. yeah. If you're on deck, wear a rubber ring. Wear yeah. a rubber ring. 
That's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a good excuse. That's a uh, smart old number. Now. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, I can't yeah, I this can't. Yeah, I work on deck. Uh, yeah. It's just not safe. <laughs> that's what. That's going to be my excuse. Yeah. Sorry, I work yeah, on yeah. deck. You can't have it. <laughs> so, um, Eddie, I love asking, like, I mean, that is, a, like, a horror story. That's one of them. But I love asking, like, what's, like, the craziest horror story that you've experienced when you've been working on boats? The, the probably the, the worst thing I've I've ever done on a on a tugboat, um, which is probably the worst thing I've done ever on a boat ever, and any type of boat I've ever been on, uh, was like the first week after I became mate. Um, I, we were working a, a ship. It was an inbound ship, uh, container ship. It was coming in uh, black hull. It was about four four in the morning, three thirty four in the morning. I was I was working the ship, and um, you know when you come in, there's a lot of times the ship doesn't have chocks or you know bits where you put your line on uh in a good spot where you can lay flat against the ship and so i had to do this thing that we called shadowing the bow and that's where i kind of i lay off the ship and i'm shadowing the movements of the ship as it comes into the port um it's four o'clock in the morning it's pitch black i was on a tugboat that really had terrible visibility uh in the wheelhouse uh we had a wind that was blowing up from the stern so it was actually blowing the exhaust past the windows and the floodlights were illuminating the exhaust. And uh, so it was really tough to see that I was actually slowly creeping in on the ship. Also, on that the same time, I had a jam on my winch and I was dealing with my deck end on deck as he was trying to send the line up. Uh, well, at one point I looked over and all of a sudden I caught a glare on the side of the ship from my, from my floodlights. And I realized I was about not even a foot away and coming in on it and the the ship now as you know all ships they've got that bow flare right that comes up um and a tugboat can't fit underneath that and so what happened was i connected underneath the bow flare with a corner of my wheelhouse oh my and as soon as it hit just all of the windows like around me just pretty much exploded and exploded oh in and God. the wheelhouse started getting crushed in on me and then it started pushing us over and if it kept pushing us over and then you take water over your rails, then you can get what's called is tripping the tug. And that's when you flip over. And uh, it's very hard to get out of a tugboat when it's upside down. Um, and so it was a really close call, but I was able to uh, put both my engines in full reverse and grind my way out of there. But it was um, that was oh probably the God. most terrifying thing I've ever been through on a boat. Um, oh, my you know, Really close to paying the piper on that one. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that was that was pretty wild. That is terrifying. Yeah. That's so scary. And like the other people that were on the boat with you, you know, like did they see that it was coming to or were they so focused well, on no, their job? So that, the, the part of this is that, you know, so I'm just a mate. Um, the captain and the engineer run the day watch and then myself and the deckhand run night watch. So at the time, my captain and engineer were both asleep. Oh, wow. um, and and uh, my engineer heard something happen. I mean, you know, it's a... You can hear when it's metal on metal and things yeah. start cracking. It's, it's yeah. a horrible, horrible sound. And uh, he comes to the bottom of the steps of the wheelhouse. And as soon as he gets to the bottom of the steps, you know, there's chunks of glass, you know, all over the place, big chunks of glass. Oh and uh, he kind of comes upstairs and he's like, and then he realizes that there's a breeze coming through the wheelhouse. <laughs> and he's like, uh, hey, what's going on, man? And I was like. The fucking looked like going on. I just lost my fucking job. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he's like, I'm going to go get the captain. I was like, get the captain. <laughs> and uh, so, wow. it was just, it was not good. But I mean, you know, did they, you keep your job? 
I did. I did. I kept my job. Nice. So, oh my so god. Was the captain pissed? Yeah, we kind of found out that actually this class of tugboat had a lot of the same problems because of the lack of visibility um, in the wheelhouse. So it, it actually was happening to multiple other operators. So oh, I didn't feel so as scary. bad, but I still. That's was, really scary, though. That's something that could like cost someone their life. You know, poor li- oh, yeah. visibility. Oh yeah. And... I mean, if the tugboat flipped, you know, there's a good chance that everybody on board died. Right. Well, yeah, the captain then they, they would have been stuck, right? Oh my They'd gosh. Be- that's yeah. terrifying. Was the ca- did the captain come out yelling or was he like? No, I've got a great captain. Um, uh, he's super level headed and he's just like, you know, he gets it. You know, it, yeah. it's uh, you know, it's kind of like riding a motorcycle. You know, the old saying is like, it's not if, it's when. Um, yeah, uh, I can. Vouch kind of for thing, that. Same thing goes with tugboating. <laughs> it's not if, it's when. And uh, if you're not grinding, you're not racing, right. as they also say. <laughs> so. Wow, that's amazing. The tugboat life seems so well. I mean, like just awesome. It is rugged. awesome. You would love it, Malia. You really would. Do you, well, are, so I guess, are there a lot of females in the tugboat industry? Like, uh, there's, there's not. There's not a lot of females, unfortunately, in the tugboat industry. But um, there are, there are, there are a few. We have one in Baltimore Harbor who's um, uh, been a deckhand now for a few years, and she's slowly starting to learn how to drive the tugs and plan on working her way up and become a mate. And um, she's great. She's awesome. Yeah, because I think that's epic. Like, I mean, anything with a little more adventure and stuff. And, like, you see the guys of the New River, you know, they're like, those boats are so cool. They can spin them on a dime and, like, I, yeah. love, I love stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a different kind of world with driving tractor tugs than trying to go yachting, you know. I mean, there's definitely been some talk about me one day taking over Captain Lee. But, you know, hmm. I told him every time, I'm like, Cap, you know, this world of yachting and the controls that you're dealing with are something that is completely different than what I'm working with on the tugboat. Do you, so yeah, taking over for Captain Lee or is that, how do you like, do you like, cause obviously you work full time in tugs. How do you feel when you go back in bosun yacht mode? <laughs> uh, when I go back for those kind of those few weeks, uh, you know, the first like week, two weeks, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I, I, <laughs> like you have to do the slide again, and you're like, nah, this is why I work like, on a tug. I'm like, I'm like, this slide, man. Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, put me back on the freaking tug again. Yeah. Like, I think we you know, share a mutual t- hatred for the slide. I think you oh, all do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the slide is just miserable. Miserable. So I want to, like, right now, the boat that I work on, we have a slide, a jungle gym, a rock climbing gym, a jellyfish pool so like if there's any opening yeah. on the tugboat just let me what know what is a jellyfish pool a pool designed to keep jellyfish out does not yeah work. it's like it's like a big inflatable <laughs> deck and then it has like a net that drops down it's like a fine mesh net that drops down so it allows water in but doesn't allow oh any critters oh my gosh in. that yeah. is they're, they're, so they're massive yeah. they the thing about gross. jellyfish is they can just go right through right. the net. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I'm learning so much, Eddie. Like, all of this is so, like, it's awesome to hear you guys talk about it, and I'm like, okay, here's, like, the the easy question. Yeah. Well, like, what's, for, a I mean, net? what's your least favorite toy? Well, besides the slide, what do you hate putting out on deck? Uh, I, I hate the trampolines. Oh, um, yeah. Because no one uses them. They're useless. Nobody uses them. They don't yeah. bounce. They don't, they don't bounce. bounce. I'm like, I can just put out some of the, like, inflatable docks for you, and it's, like, way more comfortable to lie on that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? And also, like, anything that has, like, a mesh net, like the, the jellyfish pool, the critter, critter pool, whatever they're yeah. called. Um, you know, that, those mesh nets, when you put them away, they, they just, just get gross yeah. and mildew. They stink. Oh, they get seaweed in them. They, and they just get funky. Yeah. Like, I 
I honestly like when I go back, if there's a critter pool, I'm like, take it off the, take it off the eye. Yeah, I wish I. I was like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not dude, dealing with that. No, yeah, I'm not <laughs> right. I know this is controversial, but I also don't like jet skis. I just like, I don't see yeah. the love. Like, I'm like, cool, you're just jet skiing for like five minutes. Like, yeah. great. Yeah. Also, they're fun, yeah. but like when you guys are in charge of the safety of people, and these are people oh. that have never been on a jet ski or have never been on a jet ski in an ocean. And they're like six espresso yeah. martinis deep. Super dangerous. Yeah. I I've gone over the handlebar on jet skis before. It's not fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Oh, yeah, ran into ground and gone <laughs> right across oh the of the handlebars. Yeah. Was that in the Bahamas or somewhere super shallow? Um, yeah, it was like, this was like season two. I was just like ripping around, you know, taking a, a little mental break no, myself. on and film. Like, and like take off. I like, oh, I would use to like take off on the jet skis and just like be gone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're, you're going to have to sh- tell us exactly what that. episode that is so we can watch that clip. Anytime oh, I my think trip- it happens pretty much every charter. Like, and whenever I was like, yeah, I'll put the jet like, I'll go in the water and get the jet ski. I would, like, I'm like, oh, I need to go make sure this thing is running all right. I'm going to go take a quick rip. And then they're like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. And I'll just be like, boom. Like yeah, gone. like the classic. Wait, 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 wait. We need to put a camera, and you're like, uh, I did. The, the, mine was with the tender. <laughs> I'd always be like, uh, yeah, I need to do some tender checks. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait, 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 and I'm like, no, 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 I can't, I can't hear you. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, get the Bluetooth running on the uh, on the tender, and yeah. just like take off and like pump some tunes. Like, yes, it's like your only minute of sanity, oh, man. Yes. That's so yeah. you get to like listen to music again, and like, yeah. yeah. So Eddie, what's like the craziest thing that you've seen, or I mean, maybe it is a horror story but just like from that side of like yachting versus your full-time job uh i mean hmm. i've seen a i've seen a, a lot yes. of naked people a lot of really drunk people a lot of, a lot of uh <laughs> couples trying to get me to join them in their cabins oh, that's, yeah that's been pretty wild yeah. yeah okay but okay so you besides the show have you worked in well a little bit you worked in yachting yeah i've worked a little bit in yachting but you know when i started out in below deck season one you know i had very very little experience being on yachts so we're um, the same in that sense yeah i was like i yeah. don't know what i'm doing i was like i'm just here to clean that's just <laughs> what I, that's all i but did like, in my experience in yachting like as an actual yachty i don't get pulled into many threesomes or have like naked guests for like running around i don't know that's lucky that's really yeah. good i don't know okay. i think i think it's just it's, it's a, i think i've worked you know, boring but to act a fool on the show you know <laughs> yeah. I also think I've had very tame guests. I haven't had any, like, crazy, I don't know. I also ones. I also think that a lot of times, like, with couples, when it's someone trying to get a threesome, it's initiated by the female a lot of the time. So I bet mm-hmm. that... Oh, tell that, us more. Well, I, I think I've told you this, that I, like, weirdly have been propositioned at bars by strangers. Like, I'm not kidding. I probably, like, five times in my life. I'm like, what <laughs> vibes am I giving off to people? The cat mom vibe. I know. Big cat. Well, I mean, I get it. Like, big, short. It's so weird. Like, it, like that's I got to get home. I got to go take yeah. care of my cats. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I've, really, I've got to go home and, like, feed my cats and, like, clean the litter box and stuff. I got to go. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. gets them going. No, like, seriously, like, people just, like, in Boulder, people would just come up to me. It happened all the time. So well, I mean, hard. yeah. I know. I get, like, the threesome thing. I just, like, uh, with your crew members, that would be kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, that happened this past season. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, hmm. very strange, yeah. So how do you feel about, like, the, the service part of being on a, a yacht? Do you hate it because you don't have to do that 
in your well, you know, job? In, in, in the yachting that I've done outside of the show, you know, I really enjoyed, for the most part, uh, I really enjoyed the, you know, the, the, the service by part. Because a lot of those people that are coming on yachts are like, yeah, I got it for a week. I'm just trying to relax and chill. Like, I wanted some good food. I want some good drink. Like, you know, and just like hang out. And, you know, but on the show, it's, you know, you got three, four days and we want to get everything in right now. And it's just like, and it's just like, it's just not, it's not nothing like the real yachting worlds. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm yeah. sure Malia, you get that. Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, there's, yeah, it's just six weeks packed in where in real yachting, it's just the timeline yeah. and scheduling and kind of how things are done is a little different. Got it. So also like in your, like your real job, when you're working on the tugboats and everything, is that sort of like a normal nine to five, like nine to five? Yeah. Like what is your well, schedule? Well, no, cause you like? just said you were on the bow at like 3 a.m. Yeah, so um, it's very different. Uh, I, I work, <laughs> I work a two week on, two week off schedule. Um, oh, I, we work twenty four oh. hours a day, two weeks on, two weeks off. I have a twelve hour watch that I do during the day. Um, you know, my watch runs from nine p.m. to five a.m. and then one p.m. to five p.m. So in all, it's uh, you know an eight and a four, so it's twelve hour schedule uh, mm-hmm. watch that I do. Um, but still, if the yacht is underway, you know I've got to be on it. With that being said, if it's slow. You know, I live in Baltimore and I live like about 20, 25 minutes from the dock. And so I can go home if it's slow and they'll call me in. I'll get a dispatcher call me and give me an hour notice and I'll just, you know, head back down to the boat, fire it up and then get underway. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 pretty it's pretty chill. Uh, it's just it's just really, really busy right now. So do you sleep? On, is there accommodation on the tugboats? Yeah, we all got our own room. Each room except the captains has bunk beds. So if we needed to bring more people on. Uh, we could, we got room for them. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We got full galley, washer, dryer, showers, everything wow, we need. I did wow. not know that. Yep. Do you guys I just do- assumed you guys got called out for like individual vessels and then you went back into port, I guess. But you actually stay out? Yeah, sometimes we stay out. I mean, it's been so busy. I mean, that sometimes we don't have time to even come back to dock. Oh. I mean, the other, the other night, I think in like uh, the other, yeah, the other night in my, Eight-hour watch. I did seven jobs, and it was nonstop. As soon as I got on the on the sticks, it was bing, wow. bing, 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 just moving from from dock to dock, putting putting ships in, taking ships out. Wow. So, okay. and do you like have like do you guys cook all your own meals? Then do your own laundry? Like you just live like you like I, I compare it to like people who might work on an oil rig, like two weeks yeah. on, two weeks yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. But you don't yeah. have stewards or like a chef or anything. No. No. So we don't. So some tug, tugboats do have chefs, like our cooks. Um, you know, if they're if they're like kind of like more barge tugs, if they're doing more kind of long haul stuff, usually they have a cook, but they also have a larger crew. Um, yeah. Okay. And, you know, for us, it's just four of us, so we all just kind of we help we help clean up. The deckhand is primarily responsible for keeping the cleanliness of the of the tug, uh, but we all cook our own meals occasionally. You know, someone will cook everything for everyone, and we'll have kind of like a you know family style sit down dinner and everything oh. like that, and. Uh, you know, it's 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 super chill. You know, we try to hang out as much as we can, but at the same time, you know, when you're off watch, you, you got to sleep. It's, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to get know. that rest. Yeah. And you don't have to tell me specifics, but I've always heard that tugboat, like that industry, they make really good money. Is that true? Like, is it comparative to yachting? Um, it's comparative to yachting in a sense. It's It's not great. Like tractor boats, like what I work on, we are probably on the lower spectrum of the tugboating world. 
um, because, you know, we're able to go home, you know, we, we are kind of sitting there, but it's, it's pretty wild and, and, and dangerous stuff that we're doing. Um, you know, there's a lot of very really high maneuver, like you know, fast maneuvers, uh, doing some pretty wild stuff, but, um, yeah, it's, it's the, the tug wing world is great. I mean, if you want the most money then you want to go into like supply vessels, that's, yeah. that's, that's where the money is, man. But at least you get to have a life. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I get to go home. Yeah. You know? I get to go home. I'm not, I'm not doing I'm three months on, three months off, or, or even more. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so, you know, two on, two off is great. I know, this, I know some guys who work on, up in Philadelphia on tugboats. They work week on, week off. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of boats in Baltimore that work two week on, one week off. I used to work two weeks, two and one. Um, that that kind of sucked. Yeah. yeah, that kind of sucked. The balance. I'm, je- I'm jealous of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. two weeks on, two weeks off. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I like to tell people I'm semi-retired. Yeah, yeah. I'm jealous. I, you have maybe convinced me to join the tugboat industry. Yeah, I mean that. I'm like, yeah, Molly, do that so that we can actually like do See more yeah. stuff. From Each me. Other, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I mean, so, like I know some people that you know that live that don't live in Baltimore, but they they travel into Baltimore and they just stay on the boat for the two weeks, but then they go home for two weeks, mm-hmm. and you know it's two on, two off. It's not that bad. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. I'm a little jealous. Malia, I'll let you know when a spot opens. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I think it would be yeah. totally badass. Jeez. I like it. Yeah. So I'm curious, this is like more of kind of like a current events type question, but when you say like supply tugboats, like what are the, like, is that related to the supply chain issue that we're having? And like, what are they doing when we can't get anything into no, the, the supply port? vessels, supply vessels refers to uh, assist vessels down in like the Gulf for oil rigs. Oh, uh, you know, okay. they're bringing out supplies, but they're also... Uh, buoy tenders, you know, helping with anchors, moving the some of the oil rigs, things like that. Um, you know, uh, crew transports for it. Uh, they're 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 kind of just going around the Gulf, you know, helping with the oil rigs. Okay, got yeah. it. Also a badass gig. Yeah, very yeah. badass gig. It'd be cool to have dangerous, someone. Dangerous. What about yeah, that? Dangerous and better. What about that one ship that got stuck in that? Port. In the Suez, oh, the Suez Canal? Canal? Yeah, <laughs> the port. The Ever Forward, I think it was. Yeah, can we get someone from that boat on the show? We should try yeah. it. You know, you like, could, I, yeah, I would love could. to hear what that was like, like. I bet they fell asleep in the bridge, honestly. Like, but yeah, anyway, I won't I won't say that until we know for sure. I would love, I want to hear so badly what, like, you guys think. You should think try to get about the pilot that. on. See, get, get the pilots, oh, uh, yeah. like the throwing one from the pilot. That would, that would the pilot was in command of the vessel. Jeez. A pilot never takes full command of the vessel. The master yeah. always has overriding yeah. authority of the pilot. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, I would love to have just a pilot anyway from that on the show. Like, I'm sure. Can you introduce us to some people? Yeah, we'll I'm find a pilot. A pilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, because pilots are badass. And, yeah. that, and like what Eddie's saying, it's such an interesting dynamic because the pilot comes in to teach you or show you how to get in. Yeah. But then they don't actually have full control. The captain yeah. does. And it's kind of this weird. So yeah. are, they on, are they on helicopters? Is that what some ports, some ports, they bring Sometimes. them in helicopters. Okay. Uh, but here in, in Baltimore, where I am, it's uh, they all it's all by boat. Oh, a pilot it. is okay. just that, that. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean by air. So the oh, pilot, it's a pilot I boat. See. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. glad. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. The that. pilot comes on the pilot launch. <laughs> okay, which yeah. is like a small vessel. Like you know, they're really similar to like those Coast Guard kind of interceptors. Oh, uh, like little you know, like, skiffs. Type. Okay. Yeah, like little skiffs, and they'll pull up alongside the ship, and they'll send down a, a ladder, a Jacob's yeah. ladder. And, and it, which is like a rope ladder. It's just like hanging on the side of the ship. Yeah, and then, you know, in high now. seas, it's wild where they have to like time it just right. So that 
the as the ship as the small boat comes up, it meets the Jacob's ladder. Then the pilot has to step onto the ladder right. and then get high enough so that before the the pilot boat comes up and could like crush their legs yeah. or or hit the ladder and then rip the ladder down and they fell. Um, unfortunately, a pilot died in New York, I think, not too long ago from yeah. falling. On, he fell off the ladder and I think landed on the pilot boat. The pilot oh, launch. Man. Yeah, it's common like pilots getting crushed or also crew members that are setting up the pilot ladder area, mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. falling overboard is also yeah. a big hazard. We'll, sh- we'll probably yeah. throw a video up of what, you know, pilot yeah. boarding yeah, looks like. You should, because yeah. that sounds crazy enough. You could imagine my thought when I thought you guys meant flying a plane and trying to time that with a boat. Well, I mean, that, that does happen rough. in yachting as well, but we'll yeah. get to that at well, a later that's stage. Cool. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, we're just brush glossing over this like it's no yeah <laughs> no pilot boats got it um anyway eddie thank you for chatting with us you've got such oh. an interesting job i think you've con- um i think you actually have convinced me to be commercial instead of yachting i'll, I'll work right. on her eddie i'd love to hear it <laughs> let me know let me know when in, the jobs we know more women in the tugboat industry it was so nice to meet you thank you so much <laughs> great to meet you too amanda thank you and malia great to finally have this conversation i know like we should actually hang out so if you're in florida we've let me know together. i'd like yeah. to actually meet you in person and yeah got to get together seriously yeah. okay deal I love that Cool. All Um, right. Thank you, Eddie. (laughs) All right, y'all have a good evening. See ya. Bye. Okay, so we're going to move on to some of our fan questions. Okay. All right, so from Grace Dvornik, what Mm -hmm. was it like having your first yacht experience televised? Um, Terrifying. I was so nervous because I didn't know what to expect, you know? I was like, I remember walking up to the boat for the first time and I didn't know how to open the door. I was like, uh. (laughs) And I like, the camera's already on me and I was like, uh. Like, is it voice activated? What do I do? And I look like such an idiot. Being on camera, like, gives like a whole, like, first you know, first glance, like a whole new meaning. What's the word? First impression. Yeah, first impression. Well, and it's like, that's what I tell people, like, remember, like, you know, take it easy on us. We've got cameras and we're nervous and we're like, you know. Right. (laughs) All right. From Sammy Sepulveda, uh, what has been your scariest experience? Ooh, my scariest experience in yachting so far. Um... I did have a small fire on board when we were in Tahiti. Luckily, um, it was like a small galley fire. Luckily, the chef at the time had pulled out a fire blanket and put it out, extinguished it mm-hmm. like very quickly. Um, but that's one of those things where your heart, like the fire alarm's going off, like everyone's mustering, and you know, fire, 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 like fire in the galley, and you don't really know how big it is or how out of control it's getting and so your heart's racing and yeah. you know luckily it wasn't anything bigger than that but that was you know my heart started racing I was yeah. like oh man are there fire extinguishers in like every Everywhere. room yeah okay. I would imagine yeah. so or fire extinguishers so. there's fire blankets yeah. we've got fire suppression systems but right. you know a small fire can go from that out of control yeah. very quickly jeez okay so um from Yo soy Ashley Brooke. Oh, okay. Yo soy Ashley Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) Yo habla espanol. What's the funniest story that's happened on Charter? Oh, man. I mean, there's so many. From, like, guests shitting in showers to, like... Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't know if this is funny, but for crew, like, this was pretty interesting to watch. Um, One of my Charter boats in, like... 
we were on a charter in the Bahamas and um, it had multiple couples on it, like married couples, very committed married couples, we thought. Mm-hmm. And um, so two of the couple, well, two members, one, one of the wives and one of the husbands from opposite couples got really hammered and started making out like... And they didn't think anyone could see them. They thought they were being so sneaky because everyone else had gone to bed. And they had, like, been weirdly flirting with each other. But their significant others are there as well and, like, not cool with the whole sharing thing. Got it. And anyways, they started going at it behind the bar on the aft deck. And they didn't think anyone could see. But our CCTV footage... Like, we're all just watching it, eating popcorn in the crew mess, like, watching this go down. (laughs) But then, so, like, we were like, okay, what should we do? So someone, like, walks out to do a deck check, and they freak out, and they dive in. But then they start going at it on one of the floaties, like, out on the water. Like, we can still see you. Anyways, they ended up fully hooking up. And then we're like, how are they going to, are they going to tell? Yeah. What was the vibe the next day? The next day was so awkward, like... You know, I think they had realized what they'd done, obviously, yeah. and we knew, but obviously Yikes. the crew don't say anything. But oh, right. I yeah. think eventually, by the end of the week, people started figuring it out, and I was like, yeah, you guys aren't that sneaky. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, like, what, like, that takes some balls. Yeah, to yeah. do that on a boat with all these other couples. Yeah, like, and, like, how sketch. Yeah, that's super sketchy. Yeah. Man, okay, so um, the next two questions are pretty similar, so I'm going to combine them. So we've got Dan J221 and Perry24. So um, basically people with no yachting experience, where mm-hmm. do you start? Like, what's the best place to start? And this is just, this is by far most asked question, so. Yeah, for sure. I think people watch the show and they fall in love with the industry, so I totally get this question. Um, go do your STCW, which is basically your first course that you need to do. And that'll teach you survival at sea. It'll teach you like basics, like CPR, firefighting, that kind of thing. And then from there, if you like the STCW, Mm -hmm. then you can carry on with other courses like deck courses or interior courses, whatever, you know, side of the industry you think you're more drawn to. What is... Um, STCW, what's the acronym stand for? Oh, Do you know? Yes. Safety. It's probably a test question. Survival <laughs> training something. Okay, cool. I'm just curious. <laughs> safety training. Survival, I don't know. Safety techniques and something. I'll Google it. Yeah. I'll Google it. <laughs> I should know that. I really should know that. So I should, I'll, I'll also Google that. Um, awesome. I think it's like safety and survival techniques and something. Water. Anyway, water does W stand for water? Maybe I don't know. Right. <laughs> Anyways, stay tuned. That up. <laughs> stay <laughs> know tuned. what that means? <laughs> and um, yeah, go do that. And like I said, any kind of experience is relevant. So throw it on your CV yeah. and then just get out there. Love it. Awesome. Well, that's it. That was a fun episode. I love yeah. talking to Eddie and such. I'm excited for what we have, um, you know, good ideas for people to interview yeah. for more ship show. I love it. And life. I love hearing, like, these other sides of, like, just, like, yeah. maritime life. Like, yeah. again, things that I'm just, most people would never have any exposure to. This is our, our, our lives are total ship shows. It's a total ship show. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Reminder to follow Total Ship Show on all social media platforms. <laughs> and, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
Mahoda Media Production.